Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, come before your throne of grace this morning. Thank you for yet another opportunity to be in your presence. Lord, we are humble. We are grateful. We are thank you. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord. Let all that I say be done and pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture for today comes from John 1, verses 5 through 9, and Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16. John 1, 5 through 9 reads, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. Matthew 5, 14 through 16, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. The story is told of a little girl who was shivering her way along a main street in one of our great cities. Seeing the beautiful light of a church building and hearing the music coming from within, she went in and warmed herself as she listened. The preacher's text was, I am the light of the world. At the close of service, she went to the minister and said, did you say you are the light of the world, sir? The minister replied, no, dear child, Christ is the light of the world, and I am one of the light. The little girl looked at him for a moment and then solemnly said, well, sir, I wish you would come down and hang out in our alley because it's awfully dark down there. I like to use for a topic today, breaking through the darkness, breaking through the darkness. Where do you hang your light? Breaking through the darkness, where do you hang your light? You know, it's hard to get anything done in the dark. I mean, have you tried cooking in the dark? How about cleaning in the dark? Have you ever tried driving in the complete darkness uh, without headlights to guide you? In, in fact, Car manufacturers have made it now so that we do not have to turn on our lights. There are sensors now that do it for us. As soon as the sensor sensors are dropping daylight, car lights automatically come on. In our text, John is speaking about a light that is the true light that all lights illuminate through. John tells us in chapter 1 verse 5 that, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Here we find John speaking about darkness that has infiltrated the world through the first man, Adam, and that darkness is called sin. The world is sin-filled. It is lost and wandering in darkness of chaos, confusion, and cruelty. Mankind in the physical and spiritual are headed toward total disaster and destruction. It is darkening times. It is fallen man. Satan was having a field day in the dark. Then the light showed up. Then the light showed up. Light provides visibility to the unknown hidden by darkness. It is hard to make out directions in the dark. It's hard to know where we are or where we are traveling 
in the dark. In fact, walking or driving long enough in the dark and we are bound to have an accident. We are, we are bound to run into obstacles and barriers that impede us and prevent us from moving forward. John says that and, that, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. John is saying that the darkness was interrupted by the light and that light did not comprehend it. The light was unknown to the darkness. You see, when the light showed up, darkness was interrupted and could not comprehend the light. Darkness could not retain its darkness against the light. I, I want you to understand this. Every time the light shows up, darkness disappears. Let me say that one more time. Every time the light shows up, darkness disappears. I, I, I don't think you heard me. I'm going to say it one more time. Every time the light shows up, darkness disappears. You see, darkness and light cannot coexist in the same space. When the light shows up, the darkness goes away. You see, Jesus came as the light, and when he came, sin could not comprehend or compromise him. Let me say that one more time. When Jesus showed up on the scene, sin could not comprehend him or compromise him. It was something that sin was not used to seeing or encountering. I need you to understand sin did not have an answer for the Savior. Sin did not have an answer for the Savior. Jesus illuminated the darkness wherever he went. You see, darkness disappears when the light shows up. You see, sin is, in its nature is corrupting and it does, uh, it does its most damage in the dark. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Back alley, willing, stealing, and dealing. God knows we needed, God knew we needed a light uh, here on earth and that uh, 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 on earth that would resonate into dark places, seeking and searching for those who became lost, causing uh, the darkness to disappear. Jesus was hope in the flesh wherever he went. He was salvation in his incarnation, meaning Jesus became human for the helpless, the hopeless, the least, and the lost who were wandering around in the dark. John goes on in verse 2 to identify a man named John the Baptist sent from God. He says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. It's important that we do not get, we do not just gloss over the fact that God sent John the Baptist. It's important, my brothers and sisters, that we know that we know that we know when God sends someone uh, to us, for us, uh, it's important that we know that uh, a lot of people come to us in the name of the Lord. God, God sent me to tell you this. God told me you were going to be this or you were going to be that. Well, we will know when God has sent someone uh, someone before us or sent someone uh, through us or to us. We will know that through our, uh, through our discernment and through our prayer and the Holy Spirit. You see, everyone that comes to us is not coming to us from God. I want you to understand that the devil will send a messenger with a message that did not come from God. Let me say that again. The devil will send a message to a, through a messenger that did not come from God. Paul reminds us in 2 Corinthians 11, 13 through 14 that for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder for Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light. Paul writes this as a warning to be watchful and careful of false 
apostles. He keeps it real for us in, in that Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light. Notice, not transformed as in one time, but transforms as in continuous. Listen, my brothers and sisters, and John the writer of the gospel in verse 7 goes on to tell us why uh, uh, John the Baptist was sent from God. John says that this man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. John's purpose was to be the forerunner for Christ, to tell of the coming of Christ, the true light of the world. John was sent by God to tell the world of the only one who could bring them out of the darkness of sin. Notice John the Baptist knew that he was the forerunner and not the light. John understood his role and his lane. Too many times we get caught up being the messenger that we think we are the message also. Uh, uh, notoriety and popularity and power and, uh, can provide a false message. Store, uh, stay humble and stay on message of the Messiah. Don't get mixed up and messed up from our mistaken messenger. Uh, 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 listen, we will know when they are sent by God and how you may be asking because what they say will line up with the word of God. I say we will know when they are sent by God because what they say will line up with the word of God. Too many times people come to us with this and that and it doesn't line up with the word or the will of God. If it doesn't line up with the word and the will of God, you need to will them on out of your way. I said if it doesn't line up with the word of God or the will of God, we need to will them right on out of our way. You see, listen, my brothers and sisters, uh, go and fact check what they're saying. John the Baptist was the messenger, not the Messiah. Listen, John in verse 8 makes it clear when he states that he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. John says that uh, uh, John says that John the Baptist was not that light. Uh, John does not want us to get it twisted. John is talking about uh, that light that all other lights gets their illumination from. John is talking about the light that can illuminate brighter than the sun. John is talking about a light that will never be shut off or shut down for an unpaid bill. That is the light that John is referring to in which John the Baptist has come to bear witness of that light. Uh, John says in verse 8, he was sent to bear witness. I don't want us to gloss over the word and and, and, and word bear witness. First, when uh, uh, first when we are sent, that means that someone has given us directions and instructions on where to go and what to do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mama sent us to the store to get what she specifically wrote down on her list, not for us to add to or take away from. Mama is the sender. We just getting it. We just carrying the message. Uh, uh, John the Baptist was sent by God as a forerunner. Uh, the forerunner, the messenger for Christ, not to add or to take away, but to be the messenger of the message about the Messiah. He was sent to bear witness, meaning to share what he had seen, not to add to or to take away, but bearing witness, meaning to tell it like you see it. That's what bearing witness means. John the Baptist was there to tell the people about Christ. It is like us today. We are here to tell the world about somebody who can save anybody, and his name is Jesus. We are here to tell the world uh, about Christ and not to add to 
or to take away from. Listen, what happens too many times in bearing witness is that we sometimes want to add our own part in the message and then the message becomes muddy and the messenger becomes mixed up in the message. John the Baptist made sure he distinguished himself from the Messiah. John said when asked if he was the Messiah in John 1, 18 uh, uh, 20, and through 27, uh, he replied in verse 20, he said he confused, he, uh, he said he confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. He goes on in verse 26 to say, John answered him saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you don't know. It is he who coming after me is preferred before me. Who sandal straps, I am not even worthy to loosen. John is saying, I am not the one. In fact, I'm not worthy to loosen the strap on his sandals of the one that is coming after me. John goes on in chapter 1 verse 9 to solidify the true light. He says that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. John is speaking of the light that will illuminate on all mankind. It doesn't matter our zip code, financial status, gender, or race. He, his, and listen, his light shines on all. Sin dropped the world into darkness and God sent Jesus to illuminate and dominate the darkness. He sent them in the form of man to perform what no other man could do. You see, his light shines on the sick. His light shines on the worn and the weary. His light shines on the wicked and the wayward. I know that done messed somebody up, but Jesus says in Luke 5, 31 through 32, Jesus answered and said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repent. We don't turn the light on in an already lit up room. Let me say that again. We don't turn the light on in an already little room. Uh, you need to understand that Jesus illuminates where there is darkness and that darkness is seen all over the world, coast to coast, continent to continent. John the Baptist was the forerunner for what followed and that was Jesus the Christ. John was the announcer that we hear in the basketball games. His job was to provide the introduction and Jesus provided the productions. Let me say that again. Somebody get a pen and paper and write that down. You see, John was like the basketball announcer in a basketball game. His job was to provide the introduction and Jesus provided the Productions. Uh, I know you got your favorite basketball teams out there, but let me just say it like this. It's like the announcer introducing LeBron James. LeBron James, the announcer is the announcer that calls out his name, but LeBron James, he does the production on the court, the same as Jesus. Uh, he Listen, listen, Jesus, once, once, once again, John provided the introduction. Jesus provided the, produ the production of his light. He hung his light with tax collectors. Y'all don't hear me. Where, where do we hang our lights? He hung his light at the well with a wayward woman, gender, and race. Uh, he hung his light at the table with a betrayal. Where do we hang our lights? Uh, when we allow Jesus' lights to illuminate in our lives, his light can be seen illuminating from him to us and through us uh, to those around us. He is the source of our light. What light, you may be asking. Matthew says in verse 5, 14 through 16, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot 
be hindered, uh, hidden. Uh, 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 nor do they light lamps and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let's look at a look at this. The earth does not generate light. The earth is lit by the sun. I know I'm no solar system expert, but what I do know is when the earth rotates, that's well, that, that which rotates away from the sun becomes dark and that part that rotates toward the sun uh, becomes relit again. Uh, that which rotates away from the sun becomes dark and that which rotates toward the sun uh, becomes light. Think of, look at the metaphor there. I just need you to understand when we rotate away from Christ, our life becomes filled with darkness and sin. When we, the closer we get to Christ, the further we get away from the sin. That's what you need to understand. Well, you're saying, well, what are you saying, Pastor Steve? I'm saying when we pivot away from God, we experience the darkness. Uh, we experience the darkness, the blindness associated with not being able to see the trips, the traps, and the temptations that have been laid out in dark places by the devil for our doom. Uh, when the sun uh, shines its, and its light on the earth, there is growth. Things blossom in the light. Uh, the light attracts light. Anything that is hidden by the darkness, Christ's light reveals its true motive. Proverbs 20, 27 in the New Living Translation says it like this. The Lord light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. Uh, Matthew goes on in verse 14 and says, You are the light of the world, a city that is sent on a hill cannot be hidden. Matthew is saying that we are the light of the world and we have one job and that is to light up. The world. You see, Jesus is the light in which we get our illuminations from, his reflection. Matthew tells us that Jesus, Matthew tells us that just as a city on a hill cannot be hidden, we as Christians are meant to be seen. Uh, Matthew goes on in verse 15 and says that, nor do they light a lamp and put it on the, a basket, but on a, on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are, who are in the house. Matthew is saying that Jesus does not want his light hidden. We got to get out, go out, and hang out our lights around those who are living in darkness. We, we got to get outside and illuminate away the ugliness and the sinfulness of social injustice. We are no good if we never get uh, from under the bed. Did you hear that? We are never, we aren't any good if we never get from under the bed. In verse 16, Matthew goes on and says that let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Here it is. Here's the key of what Matthew is saying and wants us to understand. We are not, uh, listen, listen, we are not to hoard the light, which is Jesus, but share it, spread it by spreading it uh, to any and everyone who's willing to hear it, displaying it for everyone to see it and giving the instructions on how to become a light to anyone who's willing to accept it. In this COVID-19 era uh, and this toxic year of hate and hurt, death and darkness, it has become essentially important that every, listen, uh, essentially important than ever that the church steps up and hangs up its life of love, healing, and hope. Let me say that again. In this COVID-19 era and this toxic year of hate and hurt, death and darkness, it has become essentially important than ever that the church steps up and hangs up its lights of love, healing, and hope. We have to hang up our lights of love, 
in the halls of hate. We have to hang up our lights of respect in the rooms of racism. We have to hang up our lights of helping in the homes of the hopeless. We have to hang up our lights of forgiveness on the front porch of a fallen, frustrated, and the faithless. And we have to hang up our lights of prayer in the places of peril and persecution. How do we shine our lights? Matthew tells us that we shine our lights through our good works. I'm going to share with you how we display our good works so that they get that so that God gets the glory. It's just, and listen, we we display our good works through living out our lives through the fruits of the Spirit. Paul tells us in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such. There is no law. Uh, listen, listen, when our lives encompasses all of the fruits of the Spirit, listen, I didn't say some, I said when our lives encompasses all of the fruits of the Spirit, uh, uh, we put our, we put on display the heart of Christ for the world to see. Not some, but all. If you want to see Christ, uh, and Christ encompasses all of the fruit of the Spirit, not just one or two of them. We, we don't get the pick and choose. When our life encompasses all the fruits of the Spirit, we put on the display, the, the heart of Christ uh, for the world to see. In a sin-fallen world, they see light of love over hate. They see the light of joy in spite of our circumstances of conditions of COVID and racial injustice. They see the light of peace during the storms of life. They see the light of patience in our long suffering. They see the light of kindness in the shackles of the killing. They see the light of goodness in a world of greed. They see the light of faithfulness in the face of condemnation. They see the light of gentleness in the harsh realities of racism. And they uh, and last but not least, they see the light of self-control over retaliation. Uh, when we display our lights that shine from the true light of Jesus Christ through us in dark places, we are saying, we're saying to the broken, I know a healer that can heal all your hurt, heartache, and pain. Listen, listen, when we display our light that shines from the true light of Jesus Christ through us in the dark places, we are saying to the sinner, I know a Savior who loved for us transcend all that we can imagine, whose uh, body took the blows and the beatings on behalf of a broken world, whose blood was shed to save the condemned, and whose body was buried to break the, do the, to break the dues of death. When we display our light that shines from the true light of Jesus Christ through us in dark places, we are telling the world about the true light that darkness through it I had finally that, that the true light that darkness thought it had finally put out by placing the true light in a tomb and then stealing, uh, then sealing the tomb uh, shut, uh, shutting out the sunlight. Uh, they thought they had put out the illumination of the true light by taking him down and putting it in a dark place. But on the third day, Sunday morning, the true light got up, lit up the grave, pushing back the darkness of death. I said on the third day, the true light got up, uh, pushed back the darkness. Uh, uh, I need you to understand, he pushed back the darkness of death. Uh, uh, but on the third day, Sunday morning, the true light got up, lit up the grave, pushing back the darkness of death. I need you to understand that as Christian brothers and sisters, it's important that we take and we shine our light. We can't just hang our light in a church walls that are already lit up. Jesus said, I didn't come 
for the for, for the well or, or the health that came for the sick. We got to get out and hang our lights out there where the sinners are. We got to take our light because the light that illuminates to us and through us comes from Jesus Christ. We may be the only Jesus Christ that the, the, the darkness may see. You understand what I said at the beginning, my brothers and sisters, when the true light shows up. Did you hear me what I said? I said when the true light shows up, darkness goes away. Darkness cannot comprehend the true light. Darkness cannot comprehend the true light. Cannot stay with the true light. Uh, if you desire to become part of the light that illuminates from the true light, you have this opportunity right now, my brothers and sisters. All you need to do is simply admit to the Lord that I am a sinner. Believe Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died for my sins and confess that Jesus is Lord. Uh, if you just repeat that after me, Lord, I am a sinner. I believe Jesus suffered, bled, and died. And Lord, uh, and suffered, bled, and died for my sins. And I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. If you said that, you you have been saved. Uh, you need to go out and find you a good church home. And if it is good hope missionary about the church, we'd love to have you here. But go find a church. Uh, that's what you need to do. Uh, let, let us pray. Well, Father God, in the name of Jesus, once again, we thank you that you allow us to be the true light, Lord. To be the light, because you are the true light, Lord. Thank you to allow your light to illuminate through us and to us. Father, you are... You're just such an amazing and loving God. We give you all praise, glory, and honor for this message today. Now, Father, unto him who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Be blessed.